Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dundee Church Podcast. My name is J.D. Gorlad. I'm the senior pastor here at Dundee Presbyterian Church in lovely Omaha, Nebraska. Yay. Hooray! I'm, uh, I am joined once again by my good friend and colleague, uh, Keith Holmes. Hello, everybody. And uh, this, if you've been with us before, then you're not surprised. Perhaps still disappointed that we're here. <laughs> we're but not still surprised. doing this. But not surprised. Right? No, no. So we're working our way through the book of John. That's right, we are. And for the next three podcasts, we're going to be working through John chapter 11, yep. which is the narrative of the, the, of the Lazarus uh, resurrection. So Le- read, the, resurrection. read the whole chapter. It's um, just yes. a great narrative. It's just wonderful. I mean, it, it sums up some of what, what we talk about when we give you know, um, high church names to, to things. It's like, Jesus loved this man this man was dead, well but Jesus brought him back to life. And it also shows, it, so it, it shows how great in the nature of Christ and how great Christ is. It also shows the nature of humanity. Yes, it does. If you work through this whole chapter, you're like, you know, oh my gosh, why are human beings the way they are? You you wonder. Yeah. You do. So that's a question for the third podcast. Well, so, so there you stay go. Stay tuned. That's we're, a teaser for that, two weeks that, from that, now. Yes. Uh, and we're opening uh, uh, with John chapter 11, uh, verses 1 through 16, just the, mm-hmm. uh, the prologue, if you will. Of yeah. the Nazareth, uh, of the, the the Lazarus Damn. story, not the Nazareth story. It's hard for him, folks. Uh, it is, and we, we want to open with the question of what has caused you to question God's love, not mm-hmm. to give up on faith. <clears throat> right. Please be aware of the wording. Right. Questioning. Right. What has caused you to question God's love? And before the show, we were talking about stuff that's happening in our lives. Yeah. And Jonathan is our director, and and. Uh, yeah, and you know stuff that yeah. there's some hard stuff there's going on. Stuff going on. I mean, and and it's just indicative of everyone's life. I right. mean, you and I are sitting here in massive amounts of pain. Right. You know that are are you know our physical physical beings, you know, are are being attacked by what you know the world by sin. I mean, I you know everybody now don't don't go. Hey, oh, Keith thinks sin is the reason we have pain. Well, ultimately, yeah, because. This was not the way it was meant to be. Right. You know, in the Garden of Eden, things all, fell apart. All you're saying is yeah. that pain, death, disease yeah. are all a product of the fall. Correct. A byproduct or a, a, a guaranteed result of yeah. what happened there. And exactly. I agree with that Absolutely. completely. Well, you uh, have to. It's the, it's the it's right from, thing to do. It's from on high. <laughs> uh, so what has caused you, you know, and, and Keith is referencing both of us having uh, back pain, dealing right. with back pain. Now, that seems like, well, do you question God's love? I no, I wouldn't go so far. Oh, I don't does. know. At 2 o'clock in the morning when my leg is on fire and I can't get yeah. back to sleep because yeah. I just let the dog out because she's awake and, <laughs> you, you know, and now sniffing around going, I got to go outside, Dad. I got to go. And you're like, okay, so you stumble down the stairs with right. pain and then you let the dog out and then you go back to bed and she's still now all excited. And you're like... God, what are you doing to me? I'm really glad I didn't ask you about that. Mine arrived at about 10.30 last night where oh. I was like uh, bent over in pain and I'm like, oh my gosh. But I, I, I don't, so those are, you shouldn't allow, I feel almost ashamed to say, well, I question God's love. I don't in that yeah. moment and I doubt that you did either, except you're, you are struggling. And there. You're, 
you're wondering what yep. God can do for you right. in that moment. But but I want you to know I'm even more petty than that. Okay, good. <laughs> because because Today's that at least episode, is a pettiness uh, with Keith. Pettiness, pe- the, no, the pettiness of Keith is what this <laughs> is, right? I actually start to wonder: Do you really love me? Because I'm not getting my way. Mm. I don't get what I want when I want it. Yeah. Do you really love me? Yeah. I mean, you, anyone who's had a kid knows those words have crossed their lips when they were denied something. You just don't love me. Right. Or you you don't want me to be your kid. Or, right. And it's like, you know, so so I've I've caught myself thinking that. It's like, God, what are you doing to me? I don't, right. you know, how could you? I mean, it, it's just a completely wrong focus. Right. But... And and of course the rational mind, you know, ten minutes later, hopefully, if yeah. not days later, some days, um, you know, are just like, oh, for crying out loud, what are you doing, Keith? Right. Just be, you know, it's so so yeah. So it, it, you know, I I'd go so far as to say if I'm not getting what I want all the time, I, you know, there's there's some reason to say, oh well. Yeah. Well, maybe God doesn't love me as much as he thought he, he uh, said he does. Again, que- check the question. All we're asking is what has caused you to question God's love. Yeah. And that can be just something very quick and light and superficial right. and kind of almost idiotic. Right. But, and as I go there too, or it can be something much more deep where, mm-hmm. you know, I would say, you know, I wasn't really raised very well. Um, that's just a matter of fact. It isn't any kind of a big story. Um that I struggle that the way I was raised in right. the way all I mean a lot of us were raised it causes us obstacles towards feeling as if we're lovable as right. if God because then you because you have to think of God as something completely different than what you've experienced in the in your past you have right. to think of God faith isn't just believing that God exists it, right. it's believing that God can be and can feel and can do things yep that you've never experienced and been conditioned. You, you, we get conditioned yeah. into love being this much when God, when it's this much. And right. how are you going to, how are you going to shift those gears? Uh, it's hard to do. Absolutely, especially when, like you say, something or a, a series of things don't go your way, or something right. happens to someone that you love that's clearly meaningless or even flat out unjust. And you're yeah. like, God, what in the world? You don't know what you're doing. Right. Or you don't care about me. Right. And that's the how that could, question. Yeah, that how could a loving God question? Right. right. How could a loving God allow me not to get a new Mercedes Benz? <laughs> as petty as petty as it and silly as that but sounds. Some, but but yeah, how can a loving God allow my my, my family member to this to happen to them? Or right. how can a loving God do this? Right. And it's like just know that he didn't want it to be this way. This was not his right. his 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 plan was to be with us and enjoy time together in the garden in the cool of the evening, you know, as, right. it, as the Bible says, this was, his, we're the ones that threw the monkey in the wrench, so to speak. Right. Not that, not that I'm saying God didn't see it coming, please through the monkey wrench in through the monkey wrench in the ointment, um, yeah. whatever, you know, whatever silly, silly cliche you want, but it's, it's our fault yeah. that we're in these, you know, that it's, it's, it's our, our sinful nature right. that drives the wedge, not God. So it's a deal where we live in a world of death and mm-hmm. of disease, right. and we worship a God who's above and beyond all of right. those things. And the, the, the challenge is the, we shouldn't be surprised when, when people 
get sick and people suffer and have pain and yeah. disappointment and are oppressed and and die because that's our world. Right. That's not God. That's Amen. And you might say, well, but if God is God and God loves us, then God would prevent all of that stuff. Well, if he prevented all of that stuff, then we would be what? Worthless. We would right. just be completely... There would be no need for faith. There would be no need would for be no a relationship. relationship. There right. it is. Yeah. Which is relationship is the deal that God wants. Right. That God will have in relationship, whether it's with God or with anybody else, whether it's with you, between us, Jonathan, uh, with God, anybody, relationship involves trust. Amen. It involves respect. It involves faith. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it involves communication. Yep. Uh, uh, it, it, no matter what kind of relation, why should we, why should we criticize God or demanding those things when we, you know, with your wife, with your kids, you have those things every day. And we demand them of our friends. Exactly. And, and, and Trust loved me. ones. Right. Yeah. What's better than to be trusted? It right. It's such a wonderful thing to have someone Amen. truly depend on you and trust you and respect you. Amen. And why would, you know, so we're, we're expecting God to go without those things? This, <laughs> it, when you think about it, it's kind but of he's silly. God. He's just there waiting for it to, to serve us. What right. are you talking about? So that leads us into John chapter 11. The story of Lazarus, and Lazarus, and the story begins. And my first question is, how does the story begin? Just basic question of how do how do we get introduced to this story? And it says, a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany. It starts with his sisters, Lazarus's sisters. Now he's mm -hmm. sick; he's not dead yet, right? But he's sick, and it starts with Mary and Martha um, sending word to G reaching out to Jesus yeah. for help. Obviously they can tell that Lazarus is not only sick that but that he's on the road towards death. Right. And so they they send word to Jesus. This is an intercessory prayer. Yeah. It, it be, in other words the answer for me to the to the question of how this story begins is it begins with Mary and Martha uh praying to Jesus mm -hmm. to heal their brother to prevent right. death from yeah. from happening here. Amen. that's how it be that's how it starts and it doesn't go the way that they would anticipate i mean right. when we pray to jesus and it's particularly mary and martha and lazarus who were clearly very very close right had good, close relationship deep, good friends exactly. with jesus yeah. they had an expectation didn't they? right absolutely they were they very much a well, we just tell Jesus that Lazarus is sick, and he'll come, and he'll fix it, and we'll we'll move on. Not only will he come when we call, he'll come yeah. running. Right. I mean, right. isn't that the expectation? Exactly right. He's like, oh, well, as soon as he hears Lazarus is sick, he'll drop everything he, and, and come running right. for him. We're Mary. We're right. Martha. This is Lazarus. This is Lazarus. This That'll is move Jesus. us to the front of the line. Right, exactly. It's like, oh, my gosh. Uh, for me, the, I, I as I sat and read this, it... it for me, it starts off with a backstory, right? It starts, it right. sets the scene of Lazarus being sick and Mary and Martha concerned and then finally worried and then so upset that they send for Jesus. Right. And and so for me, it shows a, a scenario kind of like what we've been talking about so far today in that, in that, you know, we're in the midst of it, pain and suffering, but we're considering ourselves followers of Jesus, friends of Jesus. Right. And here we have one of, you know, confessed in the Bible, one of Jesus's dear friends right. in a bad situation. So for me, it starts with, 
do you think you're all do you think you're the only one in this situation with mm. pain and suffering and 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 you're starting to doubt Jesus? Mm. No. No. Even his one of his good friends, maybe his best friend for all we know at a, at some point is dying. Yeah. And and Jesus is still his friend. He still loves him. He's still going to be God. And and it, what hope that gave me as I'm reading that and reading your question. It said, how does this begin? It begins with hope and the fact that giving up, giving me hope knowing that as a friend of Jesus, suffering is something I'm going to do. Right. And, and, and I'm not going to, I need to remember, I can't say, well, Jesus, you need to come fix me and he's going to drop everything and come running. Exactly. That's what you said. And there's a point to that suffering. And it's interesting, Mary and Martha send word to Jesus and from the text, they don't even... They don't even use Lazarus's name. They just right. say, the one that you love, right. the one that you love is ill. Yeah. And he's going to be like, well, that's Lazarus. Right. Coming from Mary and Martha. Right, and that's and, it. They're using their names right. to tell him who's sick. Can you imagine? And I think you can. I think everybody can. Yeah. Praying to God and saying, the one that you love has cancer. Yeah. The one that you love has got a quadruple bypass tomorrow. Yeah. And reaching out... Where it starts for me is with Mary and Martha having expectation there you go. of God. Yep. And now we're in the story. Right. We always we love to say that right. because everyone this is what we do to God without ever even seeing it, feeling it, noticing it happening. Right. We put expectation. Well, You'll love Keith, or you'll love me. Uh, Let's you'll fix lo- this. If all I got to do, you're going to come running. There's right. expectation there. Yep. And Jesus doesn't come running. He waits a few days. Right. And so he'd say back to, a, to, to, to Mary and Martha and to all of us, yeah, I love you. I'm concerned about this. Right. But that doesn't mean the next thing, that, that I'm going to come running right. and that I'm going to prevent this thing from happening in your life. Amen. That's where you're right about the love part. You got that. You're <laughs> wrong about the me coming and running and solving the problem according to your expectation. That's right. what you're, where you're wrong at. And now right. I'm questioning, because you've not met my expectation, God, now I'm questioning whether you love me. And right. I would say the same thing for you. And, and you and I'll use our friendship as an example. Yeah. And right. Because we've known each other, been great friends for seven years. Yep. And so you don't do something or you don't say something right. the way I want. Yes. Or the way I've expected you. Right. And now all of a sudden I'm like, I immediately, how long does it take me before I wonder what's wrong with you? Yeah. Did you not need to say congratulations to me, or, or that was a good thing? Or, I, I, but we do that. We do that, and not just to each other, but to other people. I do that all the time. I, like, you know, I come home from getting a haircut, and I expect my wife to notice. <laughs> you know, wow, look at me. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you look look, at it. What do you think? You and look she's more like, like Apollo today than I, ever. <laughs> I, right? Exactly. I actually, I You're still remember. I still remember the first time back when it was popular, shaving down to a goat tea because I carry a beautiful beard but I shaved down to a goatee and I came downstairs and I said Please what do you there be a picture of this. oh there's plenty of pictures of me in a goatee but 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 I, I said to my wife I said so what do you think honey and she just went you look like Orson Welles she didn't even notice I had shaved it she's like what and I'm like finally she just gave up go what I, sh- I said I got a goatee I shaved down to a goatee she went oh my you did and that was the only answer she, oh my you did 
permission or something. And so, and then, but she didn't notice. And I'm like, well, shouldn't she have noticed right away how handsome, more handsome I was with right. this coat, you know? But it is, it's just one of those things where, you know, so when we, when we come back to the story, it's like, wouldn't God notice that I right. need this kind of help? Expectation. Exactly. And so then that leads to the second question, yeah. which is what causes Jesus to stay where he is? How would you answer that question? Well, so I think he's preparing. He's preparing everyone involved in this story. He's preparing Martha and Mary. Mm-hmm. He's preparing his disciples right. because he wants them to experience the glory of God. That's that's very eminent in in these few passages that we're you know we're working through. Is is that he is basically saying, I am going to I am preparing you to see what true love and true friendship is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something that you wouldn't expect. Exactly. He's got a higher altitude view of this. Right. And one of the things that I kind of giggled at, I was telling somebody, I had a conversation with somebody before Christmas, and uh, it was good. It was a good, good, good between friends conversation. And, um, and I said to her, I said, um, you know, everybody gets mad at me for the exact same reason. It's not, you know, I'm the pastor of the church. Everybody who's ever gotten mad at me as the pastor of the church is the exact same reason. And she said, what's that? And I said, they want this one thing. Uh, And then and I say no to that one thing. And it's because in my mind, at least, whether I have it right or not, I'm looking at a bigger. I'm looking at right. a bigger thing. I'm looking. I'm in right. charge of the. You're looking at forty to five hundred things. Right. Right. I'm, yeah. Is yeah. leader of the of the church as head of staff, and, the, and I'm not trying to blow myself up. No. It's just my responsibility to oversee the whole church, right. and that person wants just this one thing that's within that. And right. I want to say yes, and I will, and I'll support that. But if it doesn't. If it's not good for the whole, right. I am going to stand oh. against it. And then people will get mad at, at me mm-hmm. because of that. Same thing here, uh, I think, to a certain extent. Why doesn't what causes Jesus to stay where he is? Just what you're saying. He's got this 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 big thing going on, right? That includes you and me sitting here talking about right. it, right? Two thousand years, years later, <laughs> exactly. And Mary Martha. They're like it's Tuesday no, it's, and our kid, our, our brother's sick. Our, Lazarus is dying. You got to take care of there this. There can't possibly be anything else that you should be doing than running to get here and fixing yep. this right now today. And Jesus is like, well, let me think about that. Well, I yeah. got this. There, there could be some. I got Keith and JD and Jonathan warming up in the bullpen two thousand years from, from now. now that and are going to be. And if I wait, it could have a big. You know what I'm saying? Well, the impact's going to be like I said. He's preparing. He's just like saying, no, wait, watch. Don't, don't, you know, don't assume I'm going to come running because. The fact of the matter is, there's Lazarus is not the only one sick at this point in history. Yeah, you know, this is just he's just the one that made it into the Bible. Right. You know, there's there were you know I, and and I don't know. I mean, it's it seems like this is that we've just gotten through the time of the year, of course, where they go through all the famous people we've lost this year mm. on on you know yeah. the Oscars going to do it in memoriam right. videos and everything like that, and it's just like. Yeah, where's my mom's picture? Yeah, my mom passed away this year. Exactly. So, so no more important person in the world, right? To, to me, your world. to me, exactly. And, well, okay, my wife, Alice, if you're listening, well, you're, but, you're, but, but what I'm saying is, she would agree she, with that. I, exactly. And so, 
you know, so to to for us to say, you know, for for people to arbitrarily say, well, this person's more important than this person, or that's again, right. we get back to what focus are we in here? Where where are we focused? And it and it gets us. I'm sorry if I'm cutting you off. No, no. Um, it gets us into a, a a place or a challenge. It presents us with. Uh, with the question of whether or not we're going to allow God to be God right. and whether, once again, and whether or not we're going to appreciate what God has to go through. It's really a, an interesting thing, the idea of going to God in our prayers yeah. and instead of saying, God, somebody's sick or something's happening and I need it right now. Instead of that, going to him and say, God, you know, I was thinking the other day, it must really be tough being you. Right. It must really be hard being you. That that's, that movie with... Uh, was it Bruce Almighty with Jim Carrey? Oh yeah, and and he's getting assailed by the prayers of Buffalo, New York. Right, he just can't even function because of all the prayers. And and God, played by Morgan Freeman, I mean, who else, right? Right, uh, is going to play God. <laughs> says, man, if you think that's tough, that was just Buffalo. That's just for Buffalo. the last couple yeah. of days. Right, exactly. You, you, you have no idea. You have no sense of of how yep. what I'm doing here and what I'm and are we going. Despite our pain and our suffering, are we going to take a moment and say, "Yeah, I'm in pain, and I have, but I'm going to believe that you're working something bigger and right. better than I can even imagine." Now right. that's faith. That, that's really believing. Amen. You but know it, what I'm saying? But at two o'clock in the morning, like I, I said, it's hard. It's hard to have that faith. It's like, what are you doing, God? Versus, I can't wait to find out what you're doing. And this is what we see happening with Mary and Martha. As right. much as they love, know Jesus, love Jesus, yep. they're not doing that. They're not going to that place. They want what they want right now. And yep. I, I'm not being critical of them. I'm I'm with them a hundred percent. I get it. What? So then that leads to what what causes you know Jesus to 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 finally go right and it very much has to do with the fact that now he's reached a point where uh where he can execute what he wants to execute right and that's that's the kind that's the answer that I came up with to the question why does Jesus leave now is because it is the appropriate time verse 4 says it best he says but when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory so, th- so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Mm. This is the reason Lazarus is sick is to glorify God. And this is the right time now to go. Okay, so what we're saying here and what I'm seeing here I think I don't think it's reading too much into this passage that there's almost like an, a, an alarm or a light that goes off for Jesus as far as timing is concerned right. in right. our lives. So it was like in that timing. So here's another thing that that we can add to this passage. We've talked about our expectation messing up us up in our relationship. Right. We have a sense of timing with that expectation, and Jesus has a sense of t- now. It's time to go. It's time to go now. Right. But that's according to. My expectation or my desire, my will for this situation. We have a clashing of wills here, expectation, timing. <laughs> right. Talk about a train wreck of, 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 of things. I think you're exactly right, but it, I, I, I just, all of a sudden he gets up and he goes. Right. And he gets up and he goes when Lazarus is dead. Right. He's not just, he's not just sick anymore. And I and... imagine a deal, if you read the text where they're all sitting around and all of a sudden he's like, okay, let's go. And they're like, 
And, they, and I think this is accurate. They're like, wait, we're going? Yeah. You we're going back to a place where they were trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. we're going. It's just time to go. It's just that Based time. on what I want to accomplish. Right. Again, I ask the question, as a follower of Christ, of our listeners, you're a follower of Christ. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't at least trying to do that. Are you willing to allow Jesus to act in your life according to his timing, according right. to the alarm clock in his head? Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because we've got our own schedule to keep. You know, we're 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 on our own time frame, our own timeline. And it's like, no, this number one, Jesus, this wasn't supposed to happen. I'm your friend. Right. I love you. You love me. How can I how can my brother be sick? How can he be dying? Right. And so you're going to come along and you're going to cure him because you're my friend. You you love me. You say you love me. So obviously you're not going to let this bad thing happen. Yeah. And he does, but it's to greater glory. And it doesn't mean that he doesn't love. My exactly. Next, my next question is, what right. does Jesus love? Answer one, he loves Martha. He loves Mary. Amen. He loves Lazarus. Yep. He loves Keith. He loves Jonathan. He loves JD. Maybe a little less than all the other people <laughs> listed in that here. Jesus loves we, you, but I'm his yeah, favorite. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He, he loves you, but it's no big deal because he loves everybody. Yeah. Uh, no, he loved, he, first of all, what does Jesus love? Who, he loves all these people, but it, he also loves the will of God. Amen. The timing of God, the larger, this is that high altitude thing, right. and this is the conflict because we're like, all we see is this narrow little thing. It's like we have right. blinders on. Yeah. We definitely have blinders on to the things that God feels and the things that God is doing. Does he love you? Yes. Are cruddy things going to happen to you? Yes. Does that mean he doesn't love you? No. 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 You know? He doesn't. It, it, he, lo- he, he, he let him love the eternal will of God. Let him love that right. and value that. Amen. You, know? you keep, you know, it's interesting. You keep talking about, you know, the way you keep talking about the this. I, I, I the image keeps popping up of a puzzle, and having the wrong piece and continually trying to put the wrong piece in the big picture. Right. Because. I think this should go there. There's no reason why. I don't know if you've ever done puzzles and had the wrong piece in the wrong box, like one piece of another puzzle in a box, and it just sits and drives you crazy because it doesn't fit anywhere. I think that's what it must be like for God. It's like, no, I know what the puzzle picture looks like. Stop trying to put your piece into the puzzle. I'll take care of it. And so, yeah, so I just... He knows, and he and he loves us, and he's going to build this beautiful mosaic of puzzle pieces out of our lives. But man, do we just got to let go. And you and I have preached a number of times. We've talked about preaching quite a, a number of times. One mm-hmm. of the things that, as I was have talked with you about the art of preaching, is one of the hardest things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is to have this really wonderful <laughs> thing that you want to say right. to the people, and you're gigged about it. It's something you just love. And you keep, you hold on to it, and you hold on to it, and you have it. And, and then there's their moment. Maybe it's even on Saturday evening before you preach on Sunday morning, and you're like, "This doesn't. I have to. I 
not only can, do I, I can't even move it to a better place in this. I have to throw it in the garbage. We have to cut it. And it's like it. you can't even let it go as you take it to the garbage it's can. It's so true. It's so precious to me. It's so important to me yep. because you love it so much. Yeah. And that's really a lot what we're talking about. Here, Absolutely. Absolutely. Jesus is fully comprehensive of God's will because he's looking to hear it. He's watching. He's, he's got a relationship with his father. And so he knows when it's time to go. And he knows what he's going to accomplish. And he right. knows these things because he's able to let it go. He's able to let his the one he loves die. It, that is profound, isn't it? Yeah. He loves Lazarus and he lets him die. Get your attention on yeah. that. Thank you, Keith. Yeah. Let's get our attention on that incredible thing that it, it, Lazarus is, that is an important fact in evidence. He right. loves Lazarus, one, mm. and he lets him, not only does he let him die, dying in ancient times, there were no morphine. That right. was, that was a hard, he let him suffer. Right. And he let those around him suffer and grieve right. and, yeah. and doubt and be in chaos. And it, but he loves Lazarus. Now, this might, all of what Keith and I are talking about just might sound like just complete insanity. Right. How but, could you love a God like that? Right. Because I know what he's going to do. But when we ask people, do you love Jesus? They say, yeah. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Are yeah. you going to Are you gonna let Jesus be Jesus? Yeah. I, well, I don't, are they saying they only love Jesus when... Things are going good. It, because yeah. he meets all their expectations. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you've made God in your own image, you know, when, when the God that you believe in hates all the same people you do, but yep. also only ever delivers the right. pizza the exact way you want it. He's right. not a delivery boy. Nope. He's Lord. Nope. Uh, he, yeah. And, and so, yeah, I just, I, I just love this, this whole, like you say, this opening, this opening story shows us so much of what God intends yes. in our lives to show us the glory. But to get there, there's going to be times where we have to understand and have faith that we don't know what he's doing. Particularly before the great thing that he does. Right, it's exactly. Gonna, it's gonna, this is going to hurt. Right. It's I'm going to do a great thing, but, but before lead up, it's going to hurt you. Yeah. And the old, the old it's darkest before dawn kind go. of thing. There you go. And, so, yeah. and then, and then I, f I finish with the question, what is, uh, what is the Thomas rallying cry? Right. Because he, now it switches, right? Right, it just, it right. It completely so switches Jesus here. told them plainly in verse 14, Lazarus is dead. For your sake, I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe. So we see that higher level thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but let us go to him. Thomas, verse 16, who was called the twin, said to the fellow disciples, he stands up and says... Uh, you know, trying to sound like right, he's right out of Hamlet or something. He says, "Let us also go that we may die with him." So the rally, what's the rallying cry? Is, well, there's no way that anything else can happen except us getting completely <laughs> slaughtered. But let's go and do it anyhow. I mean, I, he, I see him standing up in front of all the disciples, throwing out his chest, making this, yes. and Jesus putting his head in his hands, saying, "Oh my God!" You know. <laughs> Don't you? Well, no, I had a completely different answer to this really? question. Yeah, okay. I'm like, 
Thomas is wholly sold out to Jesus. He's <laughs> he's ready to die for Christ, I, man. I, I, agree like, with, I agree with that. I do agree with that. But he's also got but it he wrong. Is, but you you have to go if you're just listening. Spend some time on the internet and find the video of this. Watching JD stand tall, putting his hands on his hips while still sitting in a chair was absolutely marvelous. And you threw your back yeah, out did, again. But he, but no, I mean seriously. But I, I think am, you're right. He's yeah, sold out to Jesus, but, but he's also in the assumption that Jesus we're can't get, win. We can't yeah. win. We're right. gonna go to a place. We're gonna get slaughtered. But right. let's do it anyhow. Right. And in case you haven't read it and you're just listening, the 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 disciples and he talk about having already the people yeah. of Judea already trying to have killed him. Yeah. He, they've already tried once to kill him or right. more times. So now Jesus is saying, "Hey." Let's head back into the mouth of the lion. We're headed his way. And Thomas's assumption is, yeah. okay, well, it's good. Yeah. But the, he has assumptions about how this is going to go. Right, exactly. And we do the same thing. Well, it gets back to your point about expectations. Right. The expectation is simply, Jesus can't do this. And it goes back to the question of when has God caught, when, what has caused you to question God's love? Right. It hasn't gone the way that I thought it would, it would right. go, but that does not mean that God does not love you. And we're mm. going to see that in the next couple of episodes. You really need, this, this is part one. This is just part one. Come back and, and on, enjoy. The Star Wars does trilogies right, all the time. We can do a trilogy. We can do a trilogy. You can hang with us for that. All right. Uh, are you done? Are you I'm quite done. Finished? I'm quite finished. Are you? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, this has been the Dundee Church Podcast. We're so thankful. Aren't you thankful yes, that everybody's with us? It's so great. It's so great to, great to know you're out there with us, hanging out, and hopefully we're not too crazy All for right. you. Check us out in the yeah. next episode. So yeah. much more to say. We'll see you then.